Hey there, I'm Lee Rowley, and this is Lee After Dark. Why? Because there's more to being a business leader than just business. Each episode, one brave entrepreneur ejects the elevator pitch and just gets real. Today, I'd like to welcome David Meltzer. David, how are you today? I am terrific. I could not ask for a better show to be on because the elevator pitch, I have a TV show called Elevator Pitch. That stuff bores me. I hate overselling, backend selling, lying and manipulating. I'd rather talk about things people really want to know, which is the emotional side of things, the real side of things, the authentic side of who I am. Well, you have come to the right place. Uh, I'll, I'll go over the rules, which are simple. Uh, for the next 15 minutes, uh, you can talk about anything you want, but your business. And then after that, we've got some time at the end for you to pitch up a storm. So, uh, you know, one thing, uh, you kind of wanted me to start off. So the first thing that, that I remember when I connected with you, you asked me, how can I be of service? And that was just so, uh, for me, so profound because, uh, you know, I, I connected with you on LinkedIn. And I'm so used to people coming just back with the, here's what I sell and here's what I do. And I know you'll be a great fit and let's hop on the phone, you know, and, and you just said, how can I be of service? And so my question to you is what makes that so important? What makes service so important to David Meltzer? Because I've shifted the paradigm of value in my life. Okay. Uh, all personal relationships that I have, I want to make room for what I want. I have full faith as a currency, the aggregate of what I think, say, do, believe, and understanding what I call the quantum memory that I have, an unconscious competency of my personality traits, my characteristics, my obsessions and addictions. I take all of that as an aggregate and call it faith. And I vote for what I want by utilizing a series of questions in order to accommodate how I can provide value to someone else. Because I know if I'm able to create that value, that a void will be filled uh, and open for me. And therefore, I then can ask the universe a series of questions to see how I can receive help. Okay. Those are some pretty weighty concepts. Uh, <laughs> you know, and for somebody who's listening to us that's not familiar with that, when you're talking about quantum memory, yeah. What, Break that down for the, the layman who's maybe just hasn't yeah. dipped their toe in those I'm waters. an old physicist now. Um, yeah, so, right. Yeah, quantum memory to me is your DNA. It's your code. It's what okay. you inherited from four generations, your great-grandparents, grandparents, your parents to you. A quantum memory is something that really confuses people. I call it your thermostat. What most people don't understand is why do I think, say, and do all the right things? Why am I voting for all the right things in my life? But the same things keep happening, the same obstacles, voids, shortages, all of these different things are happening regardless of what I'm doing. And that's what I call the quantum memory. It's something that needs to be activated. It needs a, a frequent and a frequency to be adjusted so that when you shift that quantum memory, when you shift that frequency, no matter what you think, say, do, and believe, you'll keep attracting all the right things in your life. And we all have friends like that, that we're like, how the heck is he or she so successful? They do all the wrong things. Why, why are they so lucky? Because they, they literally have inherited the right quantum memory, the DNA, a coding, the chromosomal uh, order that can be changed if you have consistent, persistent behavior and enjoy that behavior. Right. 
Right. You uh, there were a few that you uh, saw on your LinkedIn profile that you talked about, like gratitude, empathy, accountability, and effective communication that seem to be just p pillars of everything that you talk about with the service mindset. Yeah. So gratitude, number one, is the most important thing that you can train, teach, and utilize in your life. Gratitude gives you perspective. It, it allows you to find the light, to find the love in everything that you do. My whole perspective is to find light and love in everything that I do, to look at things as a half class full, but it gives me complete perspective of happiness. Then empathy, which I call forgiveness, uh, empathy allows me to have peace in my life. When you can forgive yourself, it's so easy to give for, forgive others. You know, one thing that I stand by is life is about lessons. The lessons are going to keep on coming until you learn them. If you don't learn the lessons, they're going to result in pain, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual pain. Uh, and so I'm very aware of forgiving myself for not knowing all the lessons. And then that allows me to forgive other people for not knowing their lessons and to give them peace. And then accountability gives me control accountability there's two simple questions what did I do to attract this to myself and what am I supposed to learn from it and if you ask yourself those two questions you'll have complete control I know it's counterintuitive but accountability actually gives you complete control where blame shame and justification gives you a chaotic behavior where everyone else is in control of what you do and everyone else is to blame and then finally uh, inspiration or effective communication, it really shifts that paradigm that we're talking about into faith, meaning that I don't believe that motivation is something that we look for. You get motivated. And although a lot of people watch all this stuff that I do, like, oh, you're so motivational. I, I said, look, I want to be inspirational. I want you to buy what I say and do what I do, meaning if you can see that you're always connected to the most powerful source of energy, light, of knowledge that you're always in spirit you're always connected to that in fact i have more power just in my thumb it'll light up the entire city of orange county here in california that i'm the one interfering or corroding that connection to the most powerful source of energy light mm. and, and, and inspiration and it's supposed to come through me with gratitude forgiveness and accountability to give to other people to inspire them to connect them to what i'm connected to motivation is fleeting Fear can motivate you, but fear is a total soul sucker. It's an energy sucker. It only allows you to be focused, which focus will give you some short-term results, but inspiration will give you a lifetime of results. Absolutely. Guys, when you're watching this, like, go ahead and back up about three minutes and watch that last part again, because like, this stuff is gold. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And this powerful, powerful stuff. And it's, it's, it's something that intuitively, I know when I listen to you speak and our, our audience, when they listen, they intuitively know like all this stuff that we, we already know what you're saying. And yet it, it needs to be elicited in a way. Uh, I think a lot of us almost need permission to like, you know, to even entertain the idea that we have that much power. Right. Yeah, we're more afraid of what we can do than what we can do. And it's because of the enormity of what we're connected to. And here, here's the biggest difficulty that people have is that all of the data or all the information that we're sharing, and there's more and more that's available today than ever because of technology. Remember, it still has to come through our cellular memory, our cellular memory in our bodies. And the problem with the cellular memory is not only is it stupid, Right? It only can remember things from the time we open our eyes till the time we close it. But moreover, it's relying on two really 
unstable data points, one being your senses, what we you know, see, taste, feel, completely inaccurate. And then even worse, it's relying on our memories, which are even weaker than our senses. So we're, our data that goes through our system, that goes into our unconscious, subconscious, the 40,000 of the same thoughts every day, stem from 10,000 thoughts that are inaccurately inputted with inaccurate data that then goes to create the subconscious that we're accessing. And those subconscious thoughts are the ones that send a frequency to our DNA, to our chromosomes, to the epigenetic layer of our DNA. To make it really simple, an unconscious or an unconscious competency. To make it even simpler, that frequency is what determines your personality traits, your characteristics, your obsessions and addictions, which really sets your thermostat for your life. Why can't I ever get hotter than 72? Or why can't I ever get colder than 72? Mm. It's systematically, in that system. So what we have to do is heighten our awareness so that the data is better, that our storage unit in the neural pathways that are formed in our subconscious are better, and that our frequency is at a higher vibration so that we then can be more aware of what's existing. In other words, less fear. Practice ending fear. Very, very good. This is powerful. Again, what you're here is just is amazing, amazing stuff. And I hope that you all are paying an incredible amount of attention to this. So uh, this is totally unfair, uh, but, you know, just, you know, totally by surprise to you and, and unprovoked, I want to pull a, a passage out of one of your books, sure. uh, Game Time Decision Making. Yeah. Uh, and you said, uh, when, I put, uh, when I put on my first uh, 50 for 50 gala, one of the first 50 birthday celebrations I held to raise money for the Unstoppable Foundation, I overheard one of my uncles thinking out loud, I wonder how much David is getting paid for this. At first, it really hurt, and I paid the authority. But the part that, that caught me is that uh, I had sacrificed so much time and energy for others, and yet my uncle thought I was being selfish. Uh, I forgave him because his snapshot of me, based on our history together, made him skeptical of my intentions. I used to be selfish. And so I was like, okay, so there's a transition in there. There's a pivot moment in there where this became so incredibly important to you. Yeah. And uh, can you tell me about that? Sure. And I think this is where, you know, forgiveness comes in is that I was actually an overseller, backend seller, manipulator, liar, and even a cheater sometimes. And that my uncle, who really hadn't spent too much time with me since I had left for college, only knew the selfish David, the, the one who needed to learn some lessons, the one that was only money driven, that lived in a scarce world because I grew up with six kids and a single mom. And I watched my mom sacrifice and work two jobs and pack our dinner in a station wagon. And I, I had to learn and I had to make a shift and I had to trust the fact that money doesn't buy happiness. But yet, Money's very important to me. It's the second currency. It's the currency of this vibration. Money is an object of energy that we put into the flow. What I learned through that unstoppable gala was that I had finally achieved a realization that money does not buy happiness. It doesn't buy love, but it allows you to shop. And if you shop for the right things, it'll make you happy, like building community centers in Africa or mm -hmm. assisting other types of people, being of service. Uh, but if you buy the wrong things, uh, it's going to make you unhappy and you can have, you can buy as many of them as you want, different things. All of those lessons that I learned through being a multimillionaire in my twenties and thirties. And mm -hmm. luckily 
two years before I lost it all, I lost over a hundred million dollars. Uh, two years before I lost it all, I went through a quantum shift, uh, dictated by three things. One, realizing I was just like my father, even though he warned me I was just like him. I was a liar, manipulator, overseller, back-end seller, just like my dad. Two, my best friend told me he didn't want to hang out with me anymore because of who I hung out with. I lied to him and said, I'm not doing what they're doing. And he said, you can lie to me, but don't lie to yourself. And then finally, my wife, two years before I lost everything, warned me that I better take stock in who I was and what I wanted to become. And that's where gratitude, empathy, accountability, and inspiration, effective communication were written. My first book, Connected to Goodness, was written from that outline. But that's where my whole life changed. The cool thing about my life is two years before I lost everything is when I shifted. I'm not one of those guys that hit rock bottom and learn from hitting rock bottom out of desperation. Mm. I learned beforehand. It actually prepared me to hit rock bottom so that I could propel much quicker to the top. Wow. That's a big statement, and you know, I, I don't know who, too many people who can say that. So that that's absolutely profound. We've got uh, a couple minutes left in this section. So, do you have anything in particular that you'd like to share with our audience that you feel yeah, we need value? I, I do because I, I have a pragmatic look at things, and so not only would it be beneficial for people to live with gratitude, empathy, accountability, and effective communication or inspiration, but Asking is so important. You know, we talked about how can we be of service? You know, I am on LinkedIn, very straightforward, on email, very straightforward. But in person, I love to ask a series of questions to determine how I can provide value. And then I also like to ask a series of questions on, do you know anyone that can help me? And that's the flow that I really look at. This other thing that I do is I, I truly study time. I study my calendar with the Meltzer Kaleidoscope a lens of productivity of how much value I can provide, a lens of accessibility of how accessible am I to others and how am I accessing what I want because I can't give what I don't have, and a lens of gratitude. Then I utilize do it now. If you want to save a ton of time, do things now. Exponentially, if you do something now, you'll save at least twice as much time. And you can, if you can't do it now, put it into a list and prioritize it by what's important first, then what's urgent. And then finally, the biggest practice and recommendation I can give to everyone in their personal lives is practice ending fear. Fear is the biggest soul sucking, energy sucking thing that gets in your way. It interferes or corrodes that connection that we're talking about. It's the most powerful source of energy, light, knowledge. And that, those five things that we talked about, values, asking, student the calendar, do it now and practice ending fear, I promise you will change your life. Very cool. What's one quick tip that people can use to, to squelch fear when it does crop up? Learn where your center is. So I meditate every morning for 20 minutes. I learn my highest frequency. Stop, drop, and roll when you feel the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, all the different needs of the ego, the needs to be afraid. Go back to center. Stop, drop, and roll in the trajectory towards the truth. Right on. Well, with that, you have successfully completed the Lee After Dark 15-minute not talking about your business challenge. So, yay, an invisible confetti rains down and all that good stuff. So, being a man of my word, I want to give you a few minutes to talk about what you do, uh, what kind of people you'd like to connect with, how they can connect with you. The floor is yours, my friend. You're awesome. Well, I, I don't sell anything. Most of the stuff that I do, I you know, really love people to share my content and do good deeds, uh, to be kind to their future self. I have a podcast, so if you have anyone you want to see, it's a top entrepreneur podcast called The Playbook. So, you know, 
There's no commercials. There's no money involved. Just download the podcast. Some of the best names in sports business and life are on there. You can check it out, the playbook. Uh, then I also have a show called Elevator Pitch, which you're welcome to try out for. It's an entrepreneurial show to get funded and teach you how to pitch. Um, I'm on the World's Greatest Motivators TV show on WGN, January 18th. Uh, I'll be on. They just had Bob Proctor and Les Brown. So to be with them is, is a great thing uh, is there. Uh, I do business coaching to help people. I do a free assessment. So there's no charge. Uh, my content, if you want my book, just reach out to me. I will not only pay for the book, but I'll pay for shipping. Uh, so I know you're giving me a, a chance to promote what I do to be of service. I'm really not trying to sell anything. I have a new course that I'm giving away for free. So if you, at David Meltzer, if you remember David Meltzer, go ahead, reach out. I'll give you my free course on game time decision-making on how to be happy, make the right decisions in your life. Uh, everything's under David Meltzer, except for my website is my first initial last name, dmeltzer.com. But if you get at David Meltzer on YouTube, LinkedIn, everywhere at David Meltzer, reach out to me. I answer everything myself. I will get back to you. I appreciate your patience. Last thing, I created a text community, so I give everyone my text number. Uh, I do meetups around the world. I give advice. My text number, if you want to text me, is 949-298-2905. That's 949-298-2905. I hope that's enough, but I am of service. Be kind to your future self and do good deeds. Remember, David Meltzer. Who just has their phone number? I mean... Really, it, it's it's you. You can't have my phone number. I'm sorry. You just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, that's really cool. So no, we'll have all of that in the in the show notes. Maybe not your phone number. Uh, put it we in want there. people to actually listen. Put to it, it in there. Nine for nine. Jeff. Jeff, put it in there. Okay. He has. He, we have his permission. So very cool and very generous of you. And, and you know, a lot of people who come on this show really at the end, they say, Hey, I don't want to pitch. I just want to, I just want to connect and I just want to serve. And you know, that doesn't surprise me at all about you. So really cool. Thank you so much. Any parting thoughts? I love your logo and I hate to be repetitive, but please everyone share my content, do good deeds, be kind yes. to your future self. Very cool. Well, we are out of time, but if you found Lee After Dark more entertaining and relevant than most of the drag out there, subscribe to the Lee After Dark YouTube channel and now get Lee After Dark in your pants. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and who the heck knows where else so you can enjoy us wherever you stick your phone. Until next time, this is Lee Rowley with my new friend, David Meltzer. Be present and be well.